I, what is your favorite type of Powerade? Like your favorite color, favorite one? Classic. So like orange or blue? The classics. I know there's classics. Uh, my my okay. Well, my two favorites are the classics. Uh, but the classics for me consist of the the white one, not white. That ain't oh. classic. The one that looks like nut. I don't know if it looks like nut. Pina colada. Does it taste like pina? Is that we what that tastes? Like? I don't know, dude. We don't drink that stuff because we think is you know, it's we're homophobic. So oh. That makes sense. Well, I'm homophobic, so I never drunk it. I was like, man, it's gay by default. You thought you know that was, you thought that was you don't drink stuff like, that's white in an eleven. Yeah, when you're playing soccer, you were like, I don't want the white one. Yeah, it's gay. And then everybody on my team laughed, and and then I got canceled for it. No, this is all joke and conjecture, of course. Oh uh, no, the classic being red, more than like, like I guess like cherry. They, actually, they don't have the flavors, do they? Now that I think about it, they don't name it, dude. Is it cherry or strawberry? I know it ain't strawberry. I don't think it's strawberry. It's probably called like something black. Red, red, black. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like fruit something. Like something fruit punch, fruit punch probably. Yeah. When I think uh, about Poway, that's what I think about this classic. Yeah. I, th- I think of the blue one. Because even when I was a kid, I drank a lot of the blue one, but I also drank the blue one when I was a teenager. And- <laughs> Always drank it with vodka. That was never a good mix. I mean, it was a good mix. Powerade and and um, Jesus Christ, Powerade and Powerade and Jesus Christ, (laughs) the the best. No, Powerade and any kind of like alcohol sucks. I mean, I've done it before, but fairly certain I probably did that with you a few times. I was like, "This is ass," and I don't care anymore because I'm drunk. I mean, as I was saying, like I said, I was. It was, it was one of those things where like, yeah, you just you just grab the bottle. You were like, yeah, there's nothing else to chase it downwards. So. Yeah, this would be the easiest go to. Uh, I mean, I liked it more than I like cranberry and vodka. That actually makes more sense. Though. Cranberry, old white woman. <laughs> I was gonna say cranberry and vodka. Like I feel and like a lot Karen. of a lot of people drink that. Yeah, that's that's more normal than Howard and vodka. But they to each their own, right? You know. Uh, yeah, definitely to each their own. I guess everybody's got their their own taste, if you will. Uh, fucking dude, did you see? <laughs> I know that we talked about this earlier, but that Joe Biden had cancer. Yeah, did you also see that Andrew Tate has cancer? But then I found out that he doesn't have cancer. Well, and technically, Joe Biden doesn't have cancer anymore either. Damn, maybe they have the same people running uh, the teams from both ends. Maybe they're on the same side. Yeah, all along. Yeah, halfway kidding. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I did see that. I did see that about Andrew Tate, though. I mean, obviously, I'm not about to expound on that, but uh, just because, I mean, I did, definitely didn't read enough about it, but I did see where he said, or, He's like, no, I do not. His have Twitter cancer. was like, I do not have cancer. And I always read it in his accent or whatever that fucking uh high. I don't pop. have cancer. Yeah. It's very it's always over dramatic. Like, dude, take a they, fucking breath, man. They they don't know the power of Wuhan or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever he says. It's not Wuhan. Wuhan is the power of Wuhan is the uh the COVID virus. <laughs> 
But no, the, this AP article says uh, a skin lesion removed from President Joe Biden's chest last month was a basal cell carcinoma, a common form of skin cancer, his doctor said Friday, adding that no further treatment was required. So, like, I wonder, do they just, like, what is a lesion? What does a lesion look like? Is it like a flab of skin that they just chop off of them? I don't know. I mean, I have to look it up, but for when I gather, maybe like a fleshy. Maybe like flappy, fleshy part of the skin sticks out. Doesn't really look like it belongs, like a skin tag or something. Lee, I don't want to, I don't want to type in Legion. We are, yeah. <laughs> we are Legion. We are one. We are cancer. We are. We are. We are Joe Biden. Oh, I see now. I, it makes sense. This is, this is like a skin tag. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, though. Ah, oh, some of them look so gross. When you get old, that's what happens. It just—it's like, dude, die already. How many? How much more can I send you? How much more do you need to have to die? Oh, this shit is so gross. I just looked it up you on need to get off of it. Yeah, yeah it's like this is this is gonna be like the worst the worst things. E bombs work. <laughs> Can you imagine what it must be like though to be like I'm not I mean I'm shooting him a little bell here because I'm not really planning on railing on Joe Biden tonight, even though he sucks. But can you imagine like the the uh pressure you must feel like having something like that, just knowing that like everybody's gonna be railing on about it? <laughs> like I'm the fucking president, and I've got this, you know, quote-unquote cancerous skin tag, and I'm going to go get it taken care of, but, like, people are going to just go ape shit crazy. Well, I mean, I don't really think that people are really losing their mind about it, but somebody is out there. Like, somebody out there is really, like, losing it right now because of the fact that Joe Biden had uh, cancer removed. Like, let's see, that doesn't even say when this was. Are you, talking, are you talking about in the sense of like shortenfucking or shortenfruiting? Just uh, people, people being happy, like yeah, fuck him, he's gonna die. We got it, yeah. Mm. Like the Kevin Samuels effect. Not like everybody found out he I, had the sickness. People were just, or, or even to the certain extent, Andrew Tate. I am quite sure that there are people out there like that as well. But I just meant in the fact of like, oh my god, this motherfucker had cancer and nobody said anything. Like, oh my God, he's got cancer. What the fuck? You know, like that, just that kind of shit. Just the. Yeah, I, I guarantee you have way more people like praying on that dude's downfall than you have. Oh my goodness, I hope he doesn't die. I think you probably have people in the middle that would be like, okay, he has cancer. Get him out of office. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't want him to die necessarily. I don't I mean, there's people clearly that would wish for him to die, but it's a little over the top. <laughs> That's not over the top to assume that people would be like that. I just think that that behavior. A little over the top. I don't yeah, really be wanting right, people right, to right, die, but but they do it. Yes, yes, they do. It says right here, uh, Doctor Kevin O'Connor, the White House doctor who has served as Biden's longtime physician, said all cancerous tissue was successfully removed. Uh, so it was during his physical on February sixteenth. But like, I guess people just found out about the fact that he had <laughs> cancer. But maybe they had to. They were trying to give it some time to make sure it was all gone. I don't know. Or maybe they just figured it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, and he definitely doesn't need to run again. Man, he's going to be 
I mean, if he's not going to be 82, he's going to be approaching 82. So that would put him at 86 if by some fucking crazy odd chance that he won. He'd be 86 before he actually got out of the White House. Or he would get, you know, 86th and fucking, you know, he, he would die. And whoever his VP is, assuming it would be Kamala Harris, uh, she would be president. But, like, I can't imagine him winning again. Like, if he even ran again, like, I definitely couldn't just, I just couldn't see him. I couldn't see him winning. There's no way. I don't even think that the people in his party would want him to run again. Well, I mean, they need to get their ass out there and put somebody else up instead <laughs> of him there. Yeah, I need to have somebody more convincing. Like, even if you look at it from just look at it through the lens of like people who don't at all pay attention to this shit like this, and they the majority, yeah, the majority of the people in the 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 what is it? I'd say the the sixty percent of people in the middle of just most things are you know lean a little this way, lean a little that way, but just kind of would prefer for things to be chill than anything else. Let them focus on their own problems or just don't give a fuck. Like, those people were probably like, this fucking, all I have heard for the past, like, like, you know, however long this guy, four years or whatever, is that this guy is a delinquent old man. But it's like, but he seemed like a better idea than, I don't even know. Like, some people probably don't even think about shit like, I mean, I don't know. I think, I don't think it's really easy to avoid hearing about Joe Biden being an old man. But. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's the meme effect. Yeah. At this point, that's all that really matters. It's also crazy to me that before he became president or before he was running for president, I'd say more along the lines of like when him and Obama were getting out of the White House, like those memes were top tier. Like we loved Joe. I loved Joe Biden when he was on his way out of the office. I also wasn't as po- politically informed. I didn't realize how shitty him and uh, Biden, Obama were in the White House like every other president. But uh, – but still, like the memes made it seem like their friendship just gave me so much joy because of the internet. I'll never forget, like just like sitting there. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that was an internet thing. That was just more so like the media and and maybe bits and pieces of the internet. I said yeah. at the time the internet probably still fucking hated it because the internet hates anything you know establishment or whatever. But at the time, it's like America just wasn't that. America wasn't that politically inclined, nor was it. Uh, Politically charged, I guess. Yeah, politically charged and divided. Politically, so like, politically yeah, polarized. They're like, oh yeah, Obama and Biden. Yeah, that's cool. They seem like they're really chill people. Oh wow, white and black getting along together. He was Irish. Obama's mixed. Yeah, hey, great. Well, that's pretty much yeah. all you heard from. So yeah, that's <laughs> fair enough. Times. Yeah, definitely different times. It's like it, it actually is crazy to think of how much different those times were. Well, I mean, the, in all fairness, what is it? The internet is the thing that's running the, uh, it's running the arguments now. Yeah, it's creating them too. Yeah. By the way, like mundane shit that doesn't even fucking matter, like Mister Potato Head being a Mister Potato Head or a Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> I, I know that's not a recent argument, but whenever that shit was going on, me and my coworker were talking about it today about how like how stupid is it that we would sit there and like argue over like what the name of the company that Mr. Potato Head is. Like, who cares? Like, it does not matter at all. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and it's just crazy to think that that matters so much. Actually, I don't think that a lot of people do, but once again, it's back to that point of just the internet making it seem as though a lot of people do. 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, of course, you're always going to have those guys out there like, man, this is the gay agenda. This is the fucking trans agenda. Yeah. Like, like, dude, they will, she, he and she will always unisex. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, reactionary. It's, like, all, it's all woke, man. It's like, dude, this is, I don't, I don't know. What to <laughs> it's a potato with interchangeable parts. Yeah. It's always been like that. that. Every single one of you had when you were a kid or you bought one for your kid. You didn't think of anything of it back then, but now that you decide to, you know, have a, fucking voice and political uprising and political upheaval now you gotta say some shit about it yeah I mean it's the same thing with music they're like fuck I didn't know Marilyn Manson hated it's like dude he was always like that I didn't know my other celebrity was like that yeah he was always like that too but you just I rage against the machine is 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 it I didn't know they were like that yes they were always like that did you actually listen to the music or did you just you know like not listen. <laughs> this is how everything is now. Yeah. You didn't. You weren't aware that uh, they were communist pigs. <laughs> it's like if you were, you didn't care about it at the time because either you were you were young and you thought it was more than likely cool or some shit. In all fairness, the machines that they were raging against was a little different back then too, though. I mean, that's not uh, in the defense of them, but it's like the same thing as like System of a Down. Like, I'm curious to know what System of a Down thinks about our current political climate. Question, why? Why do the I fact, want... the, f- the fact that they're quiet about it probably shows you that they were more than likely probably the same as anybody else's. Like, if they were talking about, uh, why does this Tenement Square, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but like... like if they, if they were talking about situations like that, they were probably still more than likely lean. That was a left-leaning ideology, so they would probably still lean more like that, if not even more so now, because to be reactionary to what they see as being the conservative party or whatever. Sure, maybe, but they just seem so much uh, smarter than that. Like, it's be, like beyond party, because in the same breath, the kids at Tiananmen Square were... Uh, marching against fucking uh, totalitarianism or like uh, authoritarianism, like, but it was like communists, like they were they were stepping against the communists, but the communists had turned the communist people had turned into Mao Zedong or whatever had turned into fucking like a dictator essentially, yeah. uh, and so like these kids were against that, but in the same breath, these kids could have still been. I mean, I don't really know as much about it as I probably should, but to my understanding, the kids were, I mean, probably still like you would have your fucking color revolution or whatever it is. And like these, they were probably still pro-communist, but it's like uh, when the dictator takes the power and goes too hard and then obviously they get fucking murdered and killed and pillaged. Like. I mean, I was watching some earlier day when this girl was having a conversation with this guy and this dude was like, I'm a proud communist or whatever. But he seemed to be smart about a lot of different shit. And the girl was like, oh, I'm not too sure if I can go full Marxist with you, but I understand what you're talking about. She said the only problem with communism is that people, the nature of humans, it won't work. That is, like, my, that is my argument, too. Like Even if people initially start out trying to you know, use it for good, there's always going to be somebody that comes around and becomes you know, dictator. <laughs> right. Becomes the, the one in the all, I want to hold all the power. Yeah, like who who do who do you trust? Who do you trust with that power? And it's like the way that, the way that I hear the argument be said is 
that, you know, it's like, well, that's why you put things in position and whatever to avoid that from happening. Like, and I'm like, yeah, but like who the, I'm pretty sure that's how everything fucking starts. That's the same way our country started and look at us now. Like they put shit in place so that fucking bad shit can't happen. And, you know, I mean, we're like got to be, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's far more corrupt countries, but like in the same breath, I mean, we're pretty fucking corrupt, especially when you look at the, uh, we're just, we're just comfortably corrupt. Yeah, we're co- we are comfortable with getting fucked on a daily basis the way that we are. Yeah, you lose a few rights and then it'll go to hell, and everybody will start going wild. <laughs> that's all it really takes. Yeah, it's just that's, that's or you lo- or you lose the illusion of the rights that you have, like the veil that you think that we oh we're the most of Americans we have this and that, and once that veil drops, people will start, you know. Uh, it's kind of like how people say, uh, you know, talking about like simulation theory or whatever. It's like, uh, do you have free will or do you just think you do? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) are you free or do you just think you're free? And I'm not trying to be philosophical or anything. I I think that I do believe that we do live in a pretty free society. Nobody's technically free because you always had to work under somebody. You always had to have somebody connected to you in some sort of way. Nobody truly gets it out the mud. Everything is either cronyism, which is like I know somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody else that helped me get this. We're f- we have freedom. Nepotism. We have freedom under capitalist uh, I, like ideals. Yeah, like ca- within cat within a the realm of capitalism. And if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to work that bitch. Well, good luck. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but I mean, th- I feel like it, uh, that applies to like everyone though. So seems like one yeah. of those things. I, I don't know. It, in the same breath, I'm not. I don't know. One of these days I would, I would like to just get deep and off and all that shit and read a bunch of books about it. But uh, I don't think I care enough. <laughs> I th- like to me, and see this is what the, the whenever we get into the uh, communism or socialism, like the the conversation about because my thing is always my go to is always fucking you know like yeah well the humans exist and the the human condition is flawed or you know insert whatever here kind of what we were just saying earlier or what the girl was saying I guess about I'm not going to go full Marxist with you blah 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 yeah. like. That's my argument is always the same thing about how it's like, yeah, cool. Well, I don't trust anyone enough. Like we live in a country that has, you know, uh, is, you know, I'm more, uh, you know, I tell myself that I'm more cool with the way it's ran, not necessarily with all the corruption and shit. Like I'm more cool with the way it's ran than I would be communism. And then like when someone tells to me, it's like, well, this, this, and this, and I'm like, well, yeah, that actually sounds great. I was like, that sounds fucking fantastic. That sounds wonderful. Everyone gets a piece of the pie. You're still allowed to be, you know, be able to, you know, work, do more for yourself if you want to, this, that, and the third. And it's like, but it's never worked like that. Like it, it, ne- it has never worked out that way. And I mean, like, like I, I always had this question. What would you do if you had the chance to be like the upper echelon? Let's say that in 2020, the entire government fell apart and me and all of us and, you know, our little groups and our little family was able to pretty much forge a brand new government. Do you honestly think 
that we wouldn't eventually get on some fuck shit. Of course. Do you honestly think that we wouldn't have it in us to like, you know, eventually be like, all right, I'm, I want to make sure I have all the money and I keep all the money. I want to make sure that no one can ever have the power to threaten my position. Yeah, or, or, or my lineage. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Even even though I have like billions of, but see, I don't know. Like I, I kind of feel like it's one of those things in which after you and we talked about this plenty of times before, and I was on, but I think what it is is that the people who really really want it have that in them, like that sort of instinct to kind of like go over into the, I guess into the dark side or whatever, into the point of like I want to take over everything. Like I can never be satisfied. Always Thanks. need more money. Even speaking, though I have all the money. Speaking great amounts of power. Yeah. Even though you don't need it anymore. And just having the idea of just wanting to take over and, and keep complete control over everything. Yeah. But I think that I would be happy with just having some money and then it kind of just, you know, going about my day. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, the concept of living in a commune with like, you know, 15, 20 people, 30 people that you trust, that's cool too. But like in the same breath, I mean, I'm not really entirely interested in giving up my luxuries of on life either. Yeah, uh, see, I mean, I think that's kind of what I was going going at that about that. I think you most normal people do not have it in them to kind of just like want to be maniacal or uh, I guess Machiavellian or whatever. Yeah, just take but, over every damn thing. Uh, Otherwise, they would. And and that's a I mean that's a good point. I think also to take into consideration is the fact that. You know, like, I'm sure that the people who wanted, you know, peace and trans, you know, peace and positivity that put shitty people into power, they probably were like, yeah, we trust this person and whatever. Like, bad people don't that run shit don't just start out like, uh, well, okay, well, let's put it this way. Uh, how, how long was Rome like a power of uh, like a big force? Like, I don't even know how many years, but like... Uh. Hundreds, if not thousands of years, it, close it, to it. It probably became hella corrupt and super fucked up after like multiple generations. It's like I bet whenever people came, whenever we first came here, yeah, of course, you know the whole Indians and our Native Americans and all that other shit. That's you know horrible. I'm not trying to be dismissive of that, but motherfuckers came over here and they're like, yeah, we're gonna build a big old, you know, our own shit over here, and we're gonna do our own thing, and we're gonna protect it and fuck the the oppressive king and. Yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, exactly. Screw the monarchy, screw the queen. Yeah, we're gonna do the same thing over. There. Yeah, exactly. Under just yeah. like, except we're gonna wear suits and ties. I yeah. mean, I don't tell know. everybody about you know our God, and, and which will make us feel a little bit better about it. And if they don't like our God, we'll we'll, we'll kill them. Yeah, we'll like just keep, we'll get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it's like, they feel what it is that I think. There's that concept of manifest destiny, and I think there was another terminology for it as well, but they just felt like it was within their hand to do so. Yeah. Like a lot of them lied to themselves. A lot of them kind of deluded themselves on this idea of like, well, God wants us to do this. Yeah. A lot of back then it was mostly just like religious sacrament. Like we we have we have the God given the right to take over and kill and murder and pillage and do whatever the fuck we want to do because hey, why not? Which is crazy. <laughs> Not really. I mean, at the time, it, it didn't. I think what it really is is that they wanted to do it, and they needed an excuse to do it. So, hey, I'm going to use my religion. Well, but they I, just wanted to do it. That's like, what pe that's what people did before then. 
I mean, that's what, I mean, up until that point, that's, I feel like that's what motherfuckers always did. They're like, it's like, by the fucking gods, this is our time to fucking take over this land, whether it be the fucking Vikings or the fucking some tribal whatever, or like. By the, by the werewolf god of <laughs> fucking Vikings rip off people's heads and like wear fucking, uh, wear like, what was it, wolf skin to become berserkers and shit? Yeah. yeah. Man, wow. Valhalla, baby. Valhalla, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. um... Assassin's Creed. But, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were doing it at the time because... Because, see, that's more of my question. Like, were they doing it because they were trying to alleviate not feeling bad about what they were doing? Like, oh, we're doing it for a good cause, so it's all right. Or were they doing it because they honestly just wanted to do it and the cause or the or the excuse was just kind of like a part of it? I think I don't see this is I, I think it depends on the people. I think like when you're talking about like early settlers or colonizers or whatever, I think maybe they use religion as a means to kind of make themselves feel a little a little bit better about it. But I think Vikings and shit, no, bro, that's that was just them. They they would they just love doing that shit. Same thing with I think it's pretty groups. I was gonna say I think it's pretty fair to say most people use religion to make themselves feel better. About everything. <laughs> I mean, as I say, or you know, or they uh, acquire guilt by you know, they're like, well, I can feel guilty about my thing because I'm incapable of feeling guilt on my own. I am going to use the cudgel of God to allow me to feel guilt. Well, because see, it ain't like this is way before Christianity, so it's not like they were all like, well, I'll you know, Christ will forgive me for my sins and he'll understand that I'm a flawed being. Some of them, their guys are like, no, we want you to murder and kill everybody. It's completely okay to do it. Yeah. In the name of in the name of Baal, in the name of Baal, or whatever <laughs> sacrifice the children and and yeah. So yeah. It, sometimes good, it just that's a good point. Just, yeah, sometimes the guy was right there with them on the battlefield, ripping and shredding. And I, I mean, it it really just depends on when, because I mean, Christianity's been around for a long time. It is, yeah, but it's like literally one of the youngest forms of religion. Yeah, fair enough, but I mean, it has been around for a long fucking time. Good bit, yeah. I mean, if just thinking about the, I mean, I don't would yeah, wouldn't even say it's obviously been around for the entire modern era. It's been the most prevalent religion in the modern era. It's and I believe that Christianity was the first global religion. Like, I mean, I easy for me to say because it's the biggest religion, but it's just it's to me it seems like it's. Hang on, I feel like we've talked about this on here before, but I kind of want to look it up. Uh, biggest, yeah, it's definitely Christianity I, mixed with Catholicism. I assume they're the same. I assume that they're counted as the same. Yeah, let's see. Major religious religious groups. Uh, Christianity is thirty one percent. I don't know what this is of, but. Uh, and it says Islam is 24%. Damn. Uh, ir- irreligion? Does that mean no religion? Hello? You there? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we lost Xander. <laughs> Yeah, before I pause it, I was like, all right, we lost Xander. 
Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's uh fairly interesting. I mean, you, you can't really know why people do what they do sometimes. Um, you just can't. Like I said, I, I think it makes more sense for the older people, for the older tribes, and stuff, to maybe say that they did it because their guys are like brutal demons or whatever, and, they, and, they, and they're right there on the battlefield with them versus. Maybe like the Puritans who were like, God is everywhere, the devil's everywhere, I do everything because I'm afraid that the devil will pop up at any second now, and I kill if I have to, and I'm terribly afraid of the Lord. Or I could die and go to hell. And that is why I'm taking over this land. (laughs) Yeah, or I can die and go to hell. Yeah, because I mean, even that version of Christianity changed. Like the, the, I guess the Christopher Columbus's Christianity is completely different from Puritans or, or, um, I guess the Quakers or whatever. It's the same. It's in the same lane, but it's just like more extremist. And then, of course, you have like the same witch trials in which people were, you know, once again, Satan's everywhere. That one read a book. Killer. Yeah. <clears throat> AKA, I just hate women. And I kind of just, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then sick of them. That bitch got to, out of the line. As I say, uh, I'm tired of them feeling like they uh, can speak. Yeah. Or, or what was it? You ever seen a hunchback in Notre Dame? Yeah. Man. That the villain in that is crazy, scummy bastard. The fact that old dude was pretty much like, I killed her mother and I want to kill her too, pretty much because she sexually arouses me. Yeah, I want to kill her because she, she makes me want to have sex with her. And if I can't do it, then no, nobody can. That dirty whore, that yeah. gypsy, Fine. <laughs> that Askenawi, Askenawi, and Jewish. <laughs> This is actually pretty crazy. I I was think I, I was reading it whenever you went out, but uh, it's like Christianity is thirty one percent of the world. Twenty four percent of the world is Islam. Uh, irreligion, which is no religious beliefs at all, uh, is sixteen percent. Hinduism is fifteen percent. Buddhism is six point nine. Folk religions is five point seven. Sikhism, you know, like the Sikhs. Uh, it's zero point three percent, and Judaism is zero point two, which is crazy. Jesus came and just took Judaism and just fucking said that shit's mine. Uh, fuck y'all, I'm the goat now. And now there's zero point two percent Judaism. What do you mean, I, America across the globe? I know that's not exactly how it works. What'd you say? You mean in America or across the globe? You said the world. That's acro- across the globe. Damn, that's wild. That that is crazy. I I mean I I just wouldn't have. I mean I think I knew that Islam and uh, Christianity were the top two, but I just it's crazy that the margins are so small for it, everything. It legitimately else. is a vocal minority, huh? <laughs> a loud vocal minority. I mean that's the truth. Because you would swear yeah. to God, like everybody's an atheist. <laughs> yeah, you would. You'd swear to God that everybody's an atheist. I know that was a good point. I didn't even. That was genius. It sounds like a rap bar, actually. Ah, uh, damn. Well, my my dog is losing it out there right now. He better go to it's war. Again, but it's like I, <laughs> I know that when it, when it comes to surveys and stuff, I'm not too sure because like I, people you're not say gonna, shit you're, all as I say, the time. you're also not about to go ask fucking nine billion people or yeah. eight billion people what. So, <laughs> what do you believe in this, in this Christian church? How yeah. many of you are Christians in this Judaic temple? How many of you? Oh, okay. They have the number in this Starbucks. How many of you are atheists? 
they have the numbers here, which to me just is crazy to think that they could possibly have these numbers. But uh, that's why I was like, like right I don't here. know how they. I don't even. What I think what they end up doing is that they take little exams or tests, and, and then they all do like a median or something. Ain't no fucking way they're going around there because I ain't never had nobody come by my career and ask me, "Are you a Christian?" Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, that's fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but it right here it says it's like uh, have you heard of the Watchtower? Two point three billion people are Christians. Uh, adher- it's it's it says adherents. Uh, and I mean that I mean t- it ties into Catholicism. Oh, oh that, that could be true. It may be coming back, bro. <laughs> uh, but then it's like uh, one point nine billion is in Islam, and then one point one billion, just shy of one point two billion, is secular, non-religious, agnostic, atheist. You see, I feel like that would be more or less the the bigger one. I would think as well, and. And if you really boils down to it, if you get down to like practicing, it's probably going to be more accurate in that. Like, how many people are really practicing Christianity or practicing Catholics that fucking you know really are out here doing the damn thing? I like, guess it depends on like family. Like, I don't know. Maybe if you live in Boston or something like that, this is a high uh, grouping of yeah. And Catholics. I can I I'd be willing to bet you that the majority of uh Christian the Christianity numbers is catholicism because yeah. like i feel like it's a very specific i mean i say that it like the you know when you when these motherfuckers go down to ecuador and shit like that i don't think they're pre- like preaching like walk on the stones <laughs> they're, they're probably not preaching and uh evangelizing fucking catholicism you know what i'm saying like i'm sure there are but they're probably more on like a Hey, no, like, have you have you ever read Dante and Dante's Inferno? Oh, have you ever read the Divine Comedy? Jesus, Jesus can save you. Just accept him into your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom, that's it. And it's like, uh, here's a Bible. Good luck. Oh, because well, I mean, the Catholics don't they go deep with it? Isn't there like saints and stuff that you have to go through? And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not sending a fucking priest to live down in Ecuador so people can confess their sins. <laughs> It also just doesn't work like that. I don't really think that Catholic. I don't know how much like evangelical, like missionary work that Catholics do. No, that's the Watchtower. I don't even know what sect of uh, Christianity that is. Yeah, like I mean, the ones. But see, the thing about that is, and this is, I have you know, I have no problem with missionaries in general because I feel like most of them are you know have good things to do. But are are doing good things. But could you imagine just like I'm also thinking like you could go down there and be like, Yeah, dude, Jesus had seven arms, you know, like he had fucking testicles the size of a fucking polar bear. Like all you could just say and they're like, Wow, you know, like fucking this is crazy. Not I mean, it sounds shitty to say this, but I mean, if you could go down there and convince people who have never heard of Jesus that Jesus was a real thing and everything well, in the Bible thing, you, ain't, you ain't about to tell nobody you're talking about like a tribe of people or something like that you better you, you better get ready to get shot or killed ain't about to tell these people that zulu that's actually a fucking african tribe but zod the 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 cat god from from the moon isn't real especially they've been, they've been telling their children this story for like the past however long generations that their tribe has existed you ain't about to go into no little spot like that and tell them people no different I mean, you unless might. You, unless you get a bunch of guns and, you know, 
handle it like the, the good old people used to. <laughs> good old those good old white folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the Europeans, I guess <laughs> the Queens men or whatever. But but yeah, I said that no, because it's like religion or religious affiliation towards anything is fairly intense. Yeah. Or just about anything. Like politics is that now for a lot of Americans. Um the left, the right is is that for a lot of people. Basketball, football, sports could be that for a lot of people. Fair so enough. People have this people have like this weird natural instinct to be very religiously inclined for just about anything. So you like I said, you try to go someplace and tell people that whatever God or gods that they believed in for however long their tribe has existed, that is not real. Yeah. Good luck. Like good, good, good luck learning that language first off, and then good luck secondly trying to actually tell them that, tell them that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not real, and we're going to tell you why our God is. Real. Thank you for teaching me how to speak in your language. Now, your God is not real. <laughs> your uh, God is not, it's not real at all. Your God is a fraud, uh, and yeah, we're here to liberate you, or we're going to steal all your shit. And well, because I mean, like, because like, I mean, outside of using, um. No one's going to do that to this extent anymore. I don't think you're going to see a bunch of missionaries running around toting guns and shit. It's like, hey, believe in Jesus only, blowing your fucking brains out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's a common practice in the modern. Believe in Jesus, or we're going to take this ship that we have and you know take all your people and enslave them and give them the plague and shit. Like I think most of them are just people who try to teach folks about Jesus. Like that one guy went to Century Island and got shot up with a bunch of arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Just crazy. He didn't know the language. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know that it would have done him any good. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the motherfuckers told that guy not to go there. They're like, "Hey, look, bro. Uh, look, we yeah, protect the people. The people warned him. Um, and yeah, and, and the and the people who and the folks of the island like shot warning shots at him, and he went back there and they said, "I'm going to do it." Like, bro, you really don't have to do this. Yeah. That's just crazy. I'm, I wonder how many scenarios that people do shit like that in, like, these places, and they just stay. Like, in final. like they don't kill them? Well, <laughs> I, I never finished See, that movie, <laughs> but. Oh, you mean, like, they, like, they, they, like they uh, assimilate? Yeah, the they're, they're like, hey, bud, what's up? You know, like, fuck it. You can live with us. No big deal. And the person's like, you know what? I'm just going to ride this fucking train. Like, why not? He's like, I'm well vaccinated, so like, I'm not going to get sick out here and just fucking die. <laughs> that would be crazy. Well, see, a lot of people have to believe. A lot of people have to believe that, like, like because those people haven't been in, in contact with modern day humans, that they're like immune to every. Well, they're not immune to everything, but they don't get sick. Like they don't have the same sort of like uh, illness strands or something, and because sure. of like the different shit that they eat. Because of the fact that they eat natural, because of the fact that they all eat fish, and that they basically just, I guess, that hunter-gatherer lifestyle, that they're all 80 years old, but they look 30. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> like, in like great, they're tapped and they, into the fucking fountain of view for something. They're in great health and shit because of the fact that they're constantly fucking like yeah. living life and having to hunt. And like you said, hunter-gatherer shit. They're working all day, every yeah. day. They're not sitting at a fucking desk or fucking off playing video games every night like we are you know or something shit like that yeah. i i always just wonder like how great it must be like what do you guys talk about on the daily basis 
Whatever like, the hell happened in the tribe? Yeah, like human nature is human nature, I guess. Like, I mean, you fucking, yeah. oh, Jerry was fucking Rhonda the other day, dude. It was crazy. Like, are, like, what is that like? What is the family structure like in those types of environments? Yeah, because the, the, well, that begs the question is like, well, what they even care? I fucked Rhonda too, dude. Yeah, right. We all that, fucked Rhonda. Did that, and also did that island or that civilization that's on in that specific area that we were just talking about? Another curious question is: Did they come from? Like, did they break off from something else? However many years ago, or were have they just been there for like ever? Because being there forever is crazy. I mean, well, I say forever. No. I, obviously, they broke off yeah. from something at some point. Everything them broke off from something. <laughs> Yeah, but like how how for like how long ago? Like, what are your rituals that have been there since the, your little mini sieve? Yeah, well, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't have been wild. You found out they just all came together within like the last ten years. They came <laughs> from like the Bronx. Like they all speak perfect English. They're like, oh, yeah, God. and they they're just like, bro, <laughs> yeah, that would be actually amazing. I would I'd be like, yeah, they, this, but they just they just decide to live like hunter gatherers and they get like this old book and they and they teach themselves how to use old language and they're like yeah, but this actually this suits me more, man. They make up Tell their me. own they make up their own shit before they came yeah. out there. Like they had like actual people that planned to you know kind of like help the tribe get everything together and they're like, all right, here we are. This is our shit now. Yeah, but no, I mean, assuming uh, I don't know, probably like thousands of years. How do you ha- how do you have the right amount of people to not run out of resources? Because you don't have a lot of resources to begin with, and you don't have a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you just like how do you not have enough people? Well, I know, well maybe people? you do have those. because you have enough because you have enough people. Like if you're all on an island, and it's like, like let's say it's like maybe 500 of you or something like that. Well, that's about it. Like if, if you do too much, the island will be overpopulated. Right. So, but uh, I they mean, prob- I- they probably uh, people are probably dying at certain rates for, for different reasons. You know, either 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 they're dying because they don't have certain <clears throat> access to medical stuff. Um, they die because animal kills them, or, sacrifice. you know, or sacrifices, depending on what their god demands. <laughs> I mean, they might have too many kids. What chances are a lot of the kids die in childbirth? Like you do realize that if you take away a lot of the modern medicine that we have, childbirth death would be, you know, up. Yeah. Again. Yeah. It also they also said that that like uh that's where a lot of the numbers for like uh the average lifespan back in the day used to come from because so many kids would die like within the first like couple of days of being born. Yeah. Like and the idea of um I was just gonna say, and that affected the average lifespan numbers from like ain't like old history and shit. Yeah. So yeah I mean, people, but people who people, people who survived like lived for like a long ass time or some shit like that. I don't know you, though. You know, to like the biblical shit, now, like motherfuckers just living. But the, like, Methuselah, yeah. <laughs> no one then were like living to be over. 400, 800, 900 years old. See, I don't even know nothing. To, to me, that kind of shit, and I think about that with any type of like a mythical. That like, that's or, what you call like prehistory. Right. But the, another thing about it is, is like you can't, it's to me, it just seems like it could, it's simply be that they just judge time differently or their numbers got misconstrued in the past thousand years of them recording some type of history. 
You know what I'm saying? That doesn't seem far-fetched to me. If an entire fucking basin of fucking pure knowledge can get burned up in Egypt and destroyed, allegedly, then I'm pretty sure that some other bound of uh, knowledge and understanding could have happened anywhere else. You know, like that just is yeah, gone. My God. I, think, I think they recently found out that um, the buildings, or some of the Roman buildings, are like, wow, we are losing terribly. And we did, so, we did so good on the last match. Or the one before this. Yeah, <laughs> it's all going down here. Now. Yeah, but uh, I remember hearing something about this article that talked about the Roman buildings, um, like the Colosseums and stuff, and how they're still standing tall today. And people were trying to figure out, you know, what exactly was it? How exactly did this happen? They said they used volcanic ashes. And for the long time, they had no clue what the fuck the ingredient was. Are you talking about for the uh, Library of Alexandria or whatever? No, any any Roman structures. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, they're still standing up to date. The, the Library of Alexandria. Some people say they may not even be real. Oh, I thought but you were saying. Be, I thought you were saying that they used volcanic ash to. But I see what you're saying now. To build those structures, like they use it in the mixtures for the the. Uh, yeah, apparently that's what they said. They, which kind of makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that there's something else used for sure. I mean, there's yeah, no- you were talking about like knowledge and stuff like that being lost and, yeah, as to why people don't know certain things within this day and age. Yeah, that was kind of one of those mysteries, and I think people just may, may have just figured it out. But I'm not sure, I'm not sure. That's actually pretty interesting yeah, too, though. This is a bunch of stuff that's like that. Because I mean, I mean, I would never yeah. even think about that, you know. But I would think that. You look at the stuff that they use to make things today, and like I guess conceptually speaking, it's probably like Zero okay, beams. what what is the you know the best of the best that we can get? It's like they want to make stuff like as thin and light as possible, but also <laughs> as, as sturdy as possible and long lasting. It's like, but man, the fucking Colosseum was made a very long time ago. I mean, and I'm just using that as an example because you mentioned it, but like that shit was made a very long time ago and that shit still stands. Do you think that the fucking skyscrapers that we have, if they go untouched for fucking 500 years, that they're not going to fucking collapse at some point? I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I just am inclined to believe like I couldn't, I could not imagine. Just collapse out of nowhere. There you go. Prime example. No, because we don't have the same sort of tech. But it's just weird because like, of the our fact streets don't last any time. Yeah, that's true. But it's cheaper, allegedly, somehow. Probably because almost all of that stuff was made with slave labor. Never even thought about that until just now. But they didn't care. It's like they built the pyramids and motherfuckers were dying every day just like fucking thrown and thrown to the side probably fed to the fucking pigs maybe not maybe ah shit you know your your husband died and you guys can have a funeral for him but then after you know y'all get one day and then y'all got to get back out there and get to working on the goddamn thing it's 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 more than like they built with slave labor but i mean what what would actually be the difference between that and some people having a job like, if you listen to any guy that works construction every fucking day, they'll be like, Jesus Christ, my fucking back. I bust my ass every day, Karen. I'm going to bust your ass next. You know, like, I hate this goddamn job, but I need this job. And my, fr- my friend last week busted his damn kneecap open after, you know, tussling around some bricks. 
Like, it's not. Ain't that much of a difference besides you just getting paid for it. Yeah, and maybe you know, I, I, having a little bit more of an ounce of respect, you ain't getting lifted or nothing. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's possible. Outside of that, it's just the idea that like they have people. It isn't so much about like the people building it; it's more so about the people who are actually building, like the architects, the ones who are mapping out the blueprints and everything else. Yeah, what was it that they had that they knew that was able to build that shit and keep it up for thousands of years? Like yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there's. <laughs> but also, when you think about it, it's not like the builders were made to house thousands of people either. Right. That's a good point too. But the Coliseum is maybe, you know, Coliseums or whatever. Like maybe the, the tallest structure built by them is nowhere near the the height of skyscrapers. Right. Maybe you have a few of them out there like that, but most of them they were built out, not up. Right. Yeah, but I mean, also just taking most it, of these buildings were usually built for for like entertainment value and shit. They weren't built for people to work inside. Uh, great wonders like the Pantheon and shit like that. Like, man, just going there and being all yeah. about what you're looking at. But you didn't have electricity, so I mean, you can imagine like you got your means of entertainment. And see, man, it just opens up such a bizarre level of conversation too, though, because. Like I was going to say, like you pay, you have to people, whenever people build out things now, they're like, okay, this is how long it needs to take us approximately. And we're going to have to hire this amount of workers. They're going to have to be part of this union that works under this. They've got all these laws where they have to allow people to do this, do that, do this, do that. Everything has to be up to code and all this other stuff. When the fucking pharaohs or the fucking Roman emperors or something like that, they wanted something made. They're like, this is what I want. And I want this guy to design it. And it's going to be the best. And we're going to pay him his life's worth 10 times over. And we're going to make all of these fucking slaves fucking build this shit. And they'll get to eat and they'll be fed, but they will be fucking slaves. Like if there's any reality to that. Beat the shit out of Any reality to the fucking, that animated Moses movie that we used to watch when we were kids. That was fucking awesome. I don't. The I think it, the Prince of Egypt. That's what it was. Almost said the Prince of Persia, but that is definitely not the same <laughs> place. Uh, so <laughs> you failed us. You should have made another. One. Uh, but no. I mean, the way that that the way that that goes though is pretty interesting. I'm and also I'm sure there's some information that you can. Well, then, then if you get off into the Graham Hancock stuff, then you get off into a whole nother fucking rabbit hole where it's yeah. like, well, maybe it was slaves, but also Atlanteans <laughs> and seafaring people from the from the from the younger dryas helped them build it. They had technology that was way more uh advanced than anything that we have now. That shit's crazy. I still haven't watched that show on Netflix that you were telling me about. You need to go ahead and look at that shit. Apparently, because uh, my coworker says that he's like, I don't really know if there's any truth to all this. He's like, because all the scientists are kind of saying, I'm like, yeah, well, I've, the whole point in this, what this, everything this guy's been saying that I've been hearing of for the past six or seven years is that the fucking scientists are going to de- fucking deny this shit as much as possible. It's lazy. <laughs> yeah. <I don't, laughs> And scared. It's like, bro, I do not want to have to go back and make a brand new book. That yeah. shit sucks. <laughs> like I've been I've been busting my ass all my life for this. And I've been and I like the idea of being smart. Yeah. I don't want people to know that I was wrong, dude. 
And then again, you have the other the other version of that was like they were lying to us on purpose because they don't want us to know. Like you can't be a mix of both eyes, but just like it's you know <laughs> they they're just lazy. Like yeah. they uh like would always bring up the James Webb satellite, the James Webb telescope thing, but and right. how people are just getting so freaked out and then awed every single time they turn that bitch on. Like they have found out there's other galaxies and other universes that are even older than what we thought. The records are being broken every single day. No, they said like, that. Yeah, they, the said, they said that. I remember this was you, or if it was an article I read. Either you told me this, or I read an article. I can't remember which, but uh, it said that, that they've spotted like universes or galaxies or something that are technically not even supposed to be there. Like they don't even make sense why or how they're there. And I'm like, bro, y'all got to quit acting like any of this shit makes sense. It's like you yeah. motherfuckers don't even know how or why we're here. Like, it's so, like, I mean, I always talk about the scientific method, but I mean, at least from what I remember learning in school, the scientific method pretty much went off of like, you know, hypothesis, which is pretty much everybody just guesses and takes educated guesses. And those educated guesses grow into a little bit more of educated guess. And then yeah. it becomes a theory. And then you may have the closest thing to a fact. And then it may not even be right. So the chances are that it can always be dismantled at some point around. Are pretty high. Yeah. Fairly high. It's like as soon as technology allows you to find out something more, then you can pretty much back it up. See, that's the kind of shit that also, like, just like we was talking about earlier, the human condition. Like, it just goes to show, like, it's probably in some fucking credo to become some kind of scientist. It's the same shit, like, how doctors have, like, their, they swear an oath or whatever. Like, I bet yeah. scientists are supposed to just be like, look, this is, we are dedicating our life to science, and if something changes, we have to fucking, you know, swallow our pride, which we shouldn't have, and we should just take the answers with stride, and we're going to grow and build off of that information. Instead, yeah, but, but they become celebrities in a sense. It's, it's, it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of shit by like when you hear people talk about how Nikola Tesla had the, the keys to fucking creating like electric vehicles, like back then. We could have built our entire civilization to be like, like well-rounded and our infrastructure to be prepared for that. But instead, they're like, hey, and you know, what do I know? But it's like, but instead, they're like, no, what the fuck? We just started using oil. Like, why the fuck would we get rid of it? Like, we have an infinite amount of this. We're not going to fucking yeah, do I mean, this. I mean, we even see it in, the, in today's world, right? Like, bro, the sun. <laughs> we, yeah. we have, we literally have the best source of energy. And, and people found out how to use solar panels and shit, and they're just like, nah. Yeah, like, fuck that. We're not going to, like, make this work. These, I will burn this world down using fossil fuels. I, I, I completely understand the, the concept <laughs> of being like, you know, we can't just, like a switch, you know, just turn it on to where everybody has an electric car now and it works. But, like, you guys could have done that a long time ago. and Or it's like you guys yeah. could you guys could figure yeah, it also, out, the, right? The, also, the fact about like having more job opportunities, like think of all the different careers that can come out of people being able to like learn uh sun tech, you know. Sure. Like this, there's already a bunch of people that do it now, but it's like not enough. It's not like that. That's a fucking um. Maybe in some schools, I would say in some universities they may teach it, but. It's not something that they're trying to teach people all the fucking time. It's not right. something that they're going to like branch out of or whatever. And in all fairness, it's not something that you've got people, uh, a large swath of modern society just chomping at the bit to go learn no shit like that either. I'm not saying that people don't, but it's not like it's incentivized to any degree to be like, hey, you guys should go yeah, learn about like, this. Yeah, they're not doing that what they're doing with STEM and girls. 
Right. Hey, yeah. women, go do STEM. No, we really don't want to. It kind of sucks. Just yeah. do it. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it also, we do, it is one of the uh, cons of living in a uh, a society that is, you know, based on making more money. Like, because most yeah. people go to college for shit that's going to make them money. No, they don't. Well, okay. That's why everybody's in debt. Most people go to college with the intentions of doing like the, something the, that's going to... The, the switch of, of people just uh, – that's one of the reasons why a lot of guys don't even go to college besides other bullshit that we talked about. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the switch is that, you know, you kind of went to college. Well, the trick of it was that a lot of people went to college just thinking that, hey, well, my parents and my grandparents went to college and they got them money. They didn't really go into anything hard or nothing crazy, so I should be able to do it too. Like then t- the old millennials that they call them, the elder millennials, they found out the hallway that that shit is dead. Yeah. <laughs> so – that, 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 <laughs> that is, shit is dead. That that idea of just being able to, uh, I went to college, so I should be able to get a good job, right? now. like that's that's out of the picture. So, I mean, I think I don't necessarily think it's out of the picture. I just think that too many people go to school for the same shit. Like, I mean, it's also one of those things. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to you know cape for college because I've been on the record a million times saying just don't even fucking go to college. But you know, unless you've got something very, very, very de- devout that you're dedicating your life to, uh, but like the no, thing I mean, is, I, I'll give, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, if, if you're, I would say, if you're willing to like move away and drop everything you can to go start this career that you want, then you by all means go to college because you're the person that will probably find success. But if you're yeah, not willing to care treat, about it, and just as much as you can do that. You could give up on, or you could focus on exclusively whatever your passion is, and possibly get the same result without having to go to fucking college. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not. I mean, if you were like somebody who dedicated your entire life and not just like your free time to doing something, chances are, if you actually have the wisdom to learn and you know really focus and strive to do something, you probably can pull it off. It's like people say you could do anything if you put your mind to it. Yeah, but you can't just like put your mind to it like after you clock out a nine to five or whenever you're not kicking it with the boys smoking or fucking off. And yeah, I, but also, but also if you if you decide to put your mind to uh, something like physics or engineer, that yeah. would probably be the better thing to put your mind to. Besides, like you know, going into something like. Uh, I want to say psychology because I actually think psychology has a little bit more, but it's a little bit more strenuous than something like fucking philosophy or something like that. As I say, there's there's a, there's a lot you can do. I feel like with psychology, yeah. but I don't know that. You had, to, you, know, you, you had to go on the doctors and everything. Like that, that. That's the only issue with that is the money that you have to spend. Because I mean, you really do have to. I think the subject. Is oh, we gotta run. Easy, but you had to worry about like. Oh no! But you had to worry about um. Like I said, actually having to go into basically doctorate school and all the other kind of bullshit, like the after after school. I need by the time you get out, you're gonna be thirty five. I need to have somebody on this podcast that's like got like just recently graduated from like college, like went to college, not to like well, I mean you know whatever they can go to junior college, but like got their masters or something in something. Like I just just to be like, so what was it like being in yeah, college? Somebody was like, like said, who's thirty five years old and being like, yeah, what did you do? Yeah. I'm in debt. No, what a kill my stuff. Like, oh, okay, well, never mind. Like, yeah, uh, but like I said, I should have should have did this with yeah. over Zoom. <laughs> They're in my house losing their shit. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh man, that'd be wild. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Get out. 
don't don't end yourself on my couch, bro. Yeah, no I shit. Know you. you better go in that field yeah, across I mean, the road. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but even with the women, uh, in my STEM class, in my like tech class, where a lot of them did like it, and a lot of them did want to be involved in uh, like IT and stuff. And I mean, it's not that hard. Like you, you do have to put a lot of time and effort into it because it's a lot of shit to remember. Sure. But outside of that, if you're able to, you know, put the time in and do it, you can do it, I think, for most people. Well, maybe not for most people. I mean, for enough, you know. But to your point, yeah, it just it just depends on how much you want to work for. But I would say, depending on what classes you take, you may not have to work a lot for anything. Like I said, if you're going in to be a philosophy major or something like that, you probably ain't going to have to. Just a different kind of and, work. But of course, you're probably going to have like those crazy hard. Yeah, you're going to have those crazy hard teachers who are going to be like, hey, I need a freaking uh, 5,000 page essay on Plato. Like the Torah? You know? No, the, the philosopher. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Sock routines like the socks, but anyway, yeah. Ah. But that's that's the kind of thing you're gonna have. I get it, it depends on work ethic, but it also depends on what you go in for. Like, I would even say when it comes to IT or field these days, it may be starting to kind of once again to your point, it's starting to become a little bit oversaturated. Yeah, so it's like you're gonna have a bunch of guys and they're like, you know, all we're gonna do is code. It's like, dude, give it 10 years, coding is gonna be done by computers. Right. Ten years is pushing it too. It's like the, 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 yeah, they damn, like they the, damn, they damn near the doing most, that shit now. One of the best high paying jobs. Yeah, one of the best high paying jobs. One of the last bashing careers of, of of men and women is about to be taken over by computers. So it's like, damn, what else are y'all gonna do? So it's like you might as well just take T or tech or STEM out of it. Science ain't really in the hall at all either because a lot of people try to go into biology. And because you have so many people going into biology because they think it's an easy field, well, there that goes. Right. And it's like it gives it takes like 15 years and then all that shit's filled up. What's really crazy to me is like growing up, like I knew so many people that went to fucking uh that went to fucking uh nursing school. Like, and it's like now in Mississippi, yeah. and I guess it's because Mississippi doesn't uh, standardly pay nurses that much money, but like motherfucking like that we have like a nurse shortage. Like I'm like all these people that I knew in Mississippi, they went to nursing school and now there's a nursing shortage in Mississippi, but come to find out almost all of those people that became nurses, uh, not almost all of them, but a lot of them, that that was any, right? well, Some of them. or they moved out. They don't live in Mississippi yeah. anymore because yeah. Mississippi paid. I mean, I guess I don't know exactly it how it works. Did, yeah. did you say work the squeeze? Right. And it's, apparently you can literally just go to Louisiana and make a significant amount more money being a nurse than you can in, uh, you know, in Mississippi. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that was, that, that's more about the job market in Mississippi overall, which we know is good luck. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's a good point, but it's just it's just weird to hear that they have a shortage of nurses. Yeah, the same way they have a shortage everywhere else. AKA, we still getting the money from. We still got those PPI loans, and you know we still have these few good workers over here, and we're going to make them bust their ass and, instead of actually paying 
other people or, or yeah, instead of putting other people to hire instead of paying other people because we don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's 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 what you're dealing with a lot now. You got plenty of people. Yeah, because I mean, nursing and stuff, dude. It's it, it's not that easy of a job. Like I think, like uh, Southwest is one of the hardest places to get it, but they say it's one of the best schools to go for nursing. But it's a lot of time. You got to put a lot of effort into it. Right. But I mean, Jack did people, it. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people go into it thinking initially that it would be something easy to do because it's like, hey, it's nursing. Well, I think it's more or less like one, if I can get past school, you know, if I can get past school and I can fight through that, I'm good at, you know, studying and learning. If I can get past the school part, then I'm going to, you know, be in a good spot because it's, uh, you know, I don't want to say it is it's, not, it's it's not, it's it's not a cush job, but it is an honest, good yeah, paying job. It's always going to be there. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, it's going to be a long time before they don't need nurses yeah, anymore. Yeah. 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 It's one of those jobs. It's like the, I, I think people call it help jobs or something, which are mostly good for women in a lot of cases, but men can do it as well. Yeah, but it's become more jobs, common in the past yeah. decade. Yeah, yeah well, shit, what, what else are dudes going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's like, dude, we can't all be tech geniuses or what? Well, and a lot less men are needed or interested in going to work in the fucking oil field or, you know, in the quarries or anything. Like, in the fact, there's no factories here anymore. We're not building a fuckload of new factories in America. Like, and that was, you know, that's the shit. We're not farmers. Me and you don't go out and fucking farm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's cool. I wouldn't mind doing it. But I mean, it's like, how? how? Like, yeah. that's, I think I'm that's not, kind I'm of not, a lot of these jobs. I, like, I, I'm, never, I'm never going to go farm just for the fuck of it. And I'm not in the position where I have to farm to stay alive. Hey, so, man, if, if the grid gets shut off, we all going to learn how to be farmers. Uh, fair enough. But my house is cold right All now. All of a sudden, everything gets cut off. <laughs> I say, no, I'm That's kidding. So <laughs> okay, I'm one of the 30% of Christians. God, save us. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Only Please. right now, in this like, moment. Yeah, in this moment. And as soon as the lights come back on, because the power company comes and turns my shit right back, back on. Yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck you, Jesus. I'm just joking. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I mean, I guess. Oh, it's um. But yeah, but that's that's just kind of how it is. I, I think, uh, you, you know, as, as things change and as people become, as, as things become way more automated, you're going to have a lot of guys who are going to be pushed into those quote-unquote female jobs or whatever. Yeah, well, and I mean, in my in all fairness, I don't really even think of it like that that much. I mean, you, you're right, they are, but in the same breath, I feel like we're almost a little bit removed. From like the that's a woman's job, you know, like it, I'm like fuck it, and I'm not just saying that because yeah, 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 Jack yeah. is a nurse yeah. either. But yeah, that's just, what I'm saying. Like I, I ain't saying this. I, I feel like it can be. I feel like if you're good at helping somebody, you should you should do it. Yeah, I, I don't think like the whole idea of it. This is your damn woman's job. There's plenty of dudes that we know that were like secretaries and stuff like that because that's all you really got. But as you know. Talking, telling that to some dude who's probably like 60, 70 years old. He's like, man, that's a damn woman's job, boy. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you probably, I mean, have you, like, yeah, have you, I know you've heard the situation where like people get to, uh, how some people feel weird about male teachers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah a, a yeah. lot these days, too. Uh-huh. Like, even before all that type of stuff, it's like people always kind of feel weird about male teachers. Like, hey, man, you're a dude. Why are you teaching Kids, man, you trying to have sex with the kids? Yeah. Huh? You, you're, trying to, you're trying to bang them? 
It's like, uh, no, I'm trying to teach these. Well, and, you know, I think it, it, it sucks that we live in the world we live in because it's so easy to, though. I'm not saying that that's a good way to act at all. I would never just think like that about teachers, but I well, just. Cool. Well, I mean, like a lot of those dudes, is, uh, I wouldn't really put much stock in what the hell they got to say anyway. Uh, those would be the same people who turn around and say uh, some shit like, hell yeah, I'm all right. Well, if, if my teacher was a woman and she molested me, I'd be damn okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, but I also think, see, the first thing that I thought of, too, though, is, like, those are the the first kind of people that, like, would be, sh- like, they don't stick around for their kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they're yeah, just they, they shitty don't care parents. About the, they don't care about the kids. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's okay, so me as a, a male teacher, you know, a, a fucking let's, a male gay teacher, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you've got a problem with me being a teacher, and, you know, I've done nothing foul towards your child, but teach them how to do normal shit that a teacher would teach him and your ass doesn't even want to fucking pay child support you know it's like or your ass doesn't even want to show yeah. up to a fucking soccer game or something like that it's like suck my dick you didn't man. even How know about you, that? i had to take i had to take your kid home <laughs> with, that's what with I, me i had to drop your kid off because you <laughs> because you were passed out in the fucking bar last week dude shut up yeah, but, yeah, but suck yeah. my dick. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's the kind of the first thing I think of is just like deadbeat parents, and it's yeah. like they, they would have the audacity to be like, "Wait, but it is unfortunate because there are fucking obviously predators out there too." It's like, but yeah. to me, it's not just because it's the gay man who's going to be, or or it's the gay woman that automatically they're the predators. Doctor A in Macomb, prime example. I mean, he seemed gay, but it wasn't like he was gay. He was married with a family. I'm pretty sure, wasn't he? Like, I and guess. this dude was calm, dude. this dude was on some straight up fucking crazy predatorial shit. Hundred and fucking seventy years worth of predatorial shit. He's Methuselah. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> well, less the kids. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he burned down the the library in Egypt. That would be wild. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, so speaking than, of uh, meaningless destruction, um, Antifa, right? Oh, dude, yes. I fucking terrible segue, but I completely forgot about that. Actually, the, the uh, tangents. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. That good. Like I said, we fill the void for an hour and fucking thirty minutes. But no, uh, yeah, it's crazy shit. With fucking uh, the Antifa boys are back at it again in Atlanta. I'm pretty confident that me and you talked about this situation in Atlanta on here on the podcast, but I could have talked about it with somebody else. I know I talked about it on the podcast and I talked about it on the radio show the week that it was going down when that dude got shot. Like, uh, for those of the yeah. people, if there's anybody listening right now, whatever, but there is, there was in Atlanta, they're building this John right outside of Atlanta. They're building this like, uh, like police, uh, training center. It's more like uh, they call it Cop City. I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the radicals call it that, or if it's actually just called that by like the people making it or whatever, or building it. But it's a training facility for the state's police program, and they'll probably have people from out of state come and train. It's just a big police thing or whatever. Well, look at what is that? What does that guy have in his hand? Spear dust. That shit was crazy. Sorry if you're obviously not watching. But, uh, yeah, so the, it's a police facility. Well, they've had these fucking uh, – we're going to call them Antifa because due to lack of a better term, that is what we're going to call them. 
and you know you say what you want the fucking they're they're delinquents but they they've been living in the woods these fucking like activists and shit and you know terrorists and fucking journalists and whatever they've been living in the woods right next to this cop city well apparently apparently they damn finally died they've been terrorizing and fucking uh just living off in these woods yeah, i'm not going to say that every one of them has just been terrorizing people but there has been like hundreds of kids living in the fucking woods some of most of them are not even from georgia now 23 of these people in the past week are in the past weekend this past weekend past couple of days 23 of these people that okay in this past weekend, twenty. Uh, let's see. Wait, let me just fucking I'll read part of the article. Okay, here we go. Uh, police police say at least twenty three people will face domestic terrorism charges after they were arrested Sunday amid violent protests at the site of a planned law enforcement training facility in Atlanta, dubbed Cop City, by okay by opponents who claim it would propagate militarized policing and harm the environment. Uh, authorities said violent agitators attacked Atlanta police officers and construction equipment with Molotov cocktails, commercial-grade fireworks, bricks, and large rocks. Footage from the area shows a construction tractor was set ablaze and smoke billowing into the air. At least four other fires burned in and around the fenced site as people dressed in black swarmed both sides of police barricade before additional officers arrived. Surveillance videos released by the Atlanta Police Department show. That shit's crazy. Uh, the, let's see. The incident came at the start of what protesters are calling a week-long mass mobilization with Thursday labeled a National Day of Action Against Police Terror at the Forstead site uh, slated to host $90 million, $90 million 85 acre law enforcement facility. The mobilization comes after officers in January fatally shot a protester at the construction zone during an encounter where a state trooper was wounded. The events are part of a steady stream of protests where activists, some who have camped in the forest surrounding the planned, the planned facility, have been arrested and charged with, with domestic terrorism. Uh, here's a quote real quick, and then I'll quit reading. But this is not a protest. This is criminal activity, and the charges that will be brought forth will show that. Atlanta Police Chief Darren Sure, bomb said at a Sunday news conference, when you throw commercial grade fireworks, when you throw Molotov cocktails, large rocks, a number of items at, at officers, your only intent is to harm. Uh, and it says appropriate charges are being coordinated with DeKalb County prosecutors and the Georgia attorney's general uh, office. Sure, bomb said at the news conference, adding no officers were hurt. Police in a statement said officers exercise restraint, and use non-lethal force to make the arrest. As to me, it seems crazy that you would even have like, there's no other, like where else? I mean, I, I know that they'd be getting that shit off in Europe, but like any other country that's not like in the Western world, you are getting fucked up. If you do some shit like that, bro, like they might well, you just beat your ass and tear gas. You. I was going to say, they might would like shoot you. No, oh well, no. Like in some countries, that shit's crazy. They don't, they don't have guns or whatever. The police don't have guns. They just beat the fuck out of everybody, and tear gas them, and throw them in a. That's 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 what I'm saying. That's in Europe. Which maybe was that's in the Western. <laughs> that's in the Western world. You think you could get away with that shit in the Philippines? 
You're getting fucking blasted if you do that shit in the Philippines, bro. I don't want to look up. I don't. I mean, I assume. I don't know what the cops do. I feel like the Philippines are like. I might be actually really wrong. Uh, List of third (laughs) world countries. No, list of first world countries. That's what I should do. Just look up. Do Philippine cops have guns? Oh, the Philippines cops definitely have guns. Philippines definitely spelt that wrong. Uh, do Philippines cops have guns? They're like, they're like their cops are guns. What the? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Damn, this shit want to know my locations. I'd be like, man, fuck you. I got you on 4K. Oh, here we go. All right. Do police in the Philippines carry guns? Weapons. Current standard issue rifle either made by Colt USA or Alesco Tool. Uh, LA Tool Philippines. 3,000 units were handed over to the PNP on loan from the armed forces of the Philippines. Several are with... I don't know what any of that is. I don't know what any of that is. What guns do the Philippines use? Introduction to the PNP weapons... Oh, Philippine National Police. Most of the weapons of the Philippines National Police had American and Western influence, using Colt uh, 19002 revolvers and Krag rifles for the constabulary under American occupation uh, to Colt-licensed Alisco-made blah, 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 with these circulations today. What countries' polices do not carry guns? So, yeah. This is a better list. They're not on that list, I don't think, but... This is a good list for us at least to get some context. Okay. Wow, this is actually interesting because I figured there'd be more people, more list, more on this list. But Botswana, uh, Cook Islands, Fiji, Iceland, Ireland, Kiribati, Kiribati, maybe, uh, Malawi, uh, Marshall Islands, Nauru, uh, Nia, Niu, uh, Norway. Samoa, uh, Solomon Islands, Tonga, uh, Tuvalu, the United Kingdom, and Vanuatu. Vanuatu. Obviously, some of these are countries that I don't know. I'm going to move there because (laughs) they're lax on the laws. It makes me wonder. Like, uh, let's just click Tonga. Tonga only has a hundred thousand people that live there. Uh. And just like everywhere else, I'm sure their population... Yep, their population is decreasing. <coughs> Kiribati is reached a plateau. I bet you every one of these fucking places... I don't know that there's any correlation, but I bet you every one of these places has it. Yep, everything is fucking decreasing. Shit's crazy. Oh, shit, I'm getting fucked up by this thing. Uh, Global fucking? That's irrelevant to anything we're talking about, but... The uh, birth rate everywhere. People are getting old and dying quicker than they're being born. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, the cops carry guns everywhere. I mean, cops carry guns here and they don't use them on people the same way that they fucking use them in Venezuela. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're far more, uh, they're far more liberal with their, uh, well, no, would it be... With, would it be if they're more liberal? That would mean that they use their gun more. Well, it just depends because it's like the idea. It's just a few dumbasses out in the fucking forest. It ain't like a 
when Venezuela has a damn uprising, it's an uprising. Yeah. They had them bitches. I wouldn't, I want to say consistently, but it's probably like once every five years or so. And those people aren't just, you know, throwing like mazel tovs at you and like, you know, uh, sticks. They are killing people. What they you are th- taking, what you think they're, they're, they're what, taking, they're taking people, hanging them off, off the side of fucking flag poles, killing the whatever politician is inside the fucking house. They do it often. That's the point. I ain't talking about like just a bunch of like weirdos who like shot one or two cops or something. Not trying to like you know downplay it. I'm definitely not trying sure. to downplay it. No, not to do that. I'm just saying it's like Venezuela rides is a whole nother level, dude. I'm just saying now, like see, we're... if you were to take that and let's say like the whole let's say if you were to take everybody in Antifa, right? Uh-huh. That's what we're talking about. Like you would take like in the top, like let's say all the all the freaking Antifa people in uh, Seattle mobilize, then you would have like something similar to what happens in Venezuela. Oh, if you're saying like if you take all the guys from Atlanta, Portland, and Seattle, like then you'll have like a small army of like what ten thousand people, like tops, maybe. Yeah. If you got, I mean, honestly, and when it all boils down yeah. to it, I think it's the same shit with the KKK too. By the way. Like, if you got all the people in the KKK in the country versus all the people that are actually, like, self-proclaimed black bloc Antifa fucking left-wing activists, you know, like, that full-fledged thing. Now, I'm not I'm not going to encompass all left-wing activists because, obviously, there's a lot of people that are probably like, uh, we ain't really with that shit either, but we do, you know, <laughs> activism. I'm not – I don't think that activism in general is wrong to any degree. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, but I'm, I, let's just take the activist thing off the Antifa fucking radicals. It's like if you take all of those in the country and you take all of the KKK members, like actual members of the KKK that attend meetings, like I bet you it's really probably the, like not even 1% of the country. Yeah, right. That would be crazy to actually be. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's, yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of, just kind of like what I was saying, like the, it's it's definitely some wild shit. Like yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely a bit much, uh, and I'm not too sure. Like I guess you said what was because they believe that there's like some kind of military and industrial complex that's being built or something. I think they they, they think say- that this new cop city place is going to be uh, against against the people within the area. Yeah, that's basically saying that it's going to allow for the police to be more militarized, which in all fairness, the police are pretty well militarized. But unfortunately, the people that are so adamant about getting them to not be militarized are the reason that I want them to be militarized. Because it's all I could think to myself is like, you guys have done more damage to society and covered up shit for people who do more damage to society than anything the cops have done in the past fucking five years. The cops do bad shit, but I'm, I mean, the cops didn't so, burn, burn so, down so cities. Which, so, so when Antifa came out, they weren't a reaction to the cops. They just, Antifa just existed. They just came out of nowhere with activism and, you know, they were just assholes who just wanted to like burn cities down. I mean, no, I mean, they, they might have used the uh, actions of the police as an excuse to do crazy shit. But it doesn't mean that it's right. If I no, watch, I mean, it's, de- it's definitely not right. But <laughs> it's like we've stated before on it. A lot of this shit didn't come from nowhere. 
It isn't like these people are just doing this shit out of, you know, good old fashioned punk rock. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. we, we hate the queen. We hate, we hate everything. That sort of shit. It's kind of like what we were speaking on early on. Some of this stuff starts out in a good, from a good space, you know, trying to fight something that they deem to be bad. Yeah. And all of a sudden these people go way too crazy. That's what you have when they tell <laughs> a lot of these people are just fucked up. Like they, they go around and, and, and they're doing wrong. Like period. They're going around and they're, and they're taking things into their own hands while at the same time not really knowing why they're doing it. Yeah, Some of them just want to do it just to fucking do it. Like I, I, I remember I told you during like some of these rides and shit, you had one dude out there dressed up like Batman and somebody else dressed up like the fucking Joker. Like with some of these people, it's just a joke. Like they want to do it because they think, oh my God, it's the time. I can finally, like I finally have something to feel a, a, a goal to achieve. Something. Everything that I've, I've read in the history books is finally now coming true and I don't have to feel like a loser anymore. Like those pieces of shit, they just need to sit their ass down somewhere. But you could say it's a set of going to Ukraine because they're like, well, I can't get a girlfriend and, or, uh, but you know, if I, I the family that I had don't want me no more, and you know I'm I'm a loser, and I can't, you know that kind of bullshit. There's always something to it. Let's see. <clears throat> I don't know if this is the right explanation for it, but anarch anarcho tyranny, like as law without order, a constant busy bodying about behavior that does not at this all story. that does not at all derive from a shared moral consensus. But it says he suggests stoicism as a survival skill. I don't know if anarcho tyranny is exactly what I'm looking at, but it's like a lot of these people are pure. <laughs> a lot of these people are so, so adamant about like burn the whole fucking thing to the ground, and we'll, from uh, and a rose will rise from those ashes, like that type of shit. Like, and we're gonna fucking be like, we're gonna just implement pure Marxism after we destroy this entire fucking society. You know, when a lot of them don't actually know what the fuck that, actually, that is. I mean, the thing that disgusts me like is... Said, the but it's, that, goes to, that goes to the point of like, well, if these are the people who are to try to put socialism or Marxism in any control or, or communism, whatever the fuck, all those different uh, differences of it, you know that those would be the people who turn around and like do wrong with it. A hundred percent. It shouldn't be them. There's, there's... They would... This 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 is a this is a very uh, this is pretty much a great example of like what you what I've told you about a billion times, but animal form. Yeah, it's like hey, we took over, we finally got the form, we finally got rid of the assholes, we finally got rid of all you know oppress, we're gonna oppress our own people. Yeah, <laughs> because we like capitalism all of a sudden, we like money all of a sudden, and we know that we're the only people who can make the money. So now we're going to make sure that nobody else gets the money. And now we're going to make sure that we control everybody. Like, I guess that's kind of the, that's the fear of it, right? The fear of it that, that people like this will get in control of it and take something that more than like, usually has like a good connotation to it and just misuse it. Because of course they would. Going about the way that they are now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and you know, if one of these people that got arrested that and this and got charged with these domestic terrorism, one of them's dad is like a multi billionaire, like runs a multi billionaire firm and shit. Like it's just like, and one of the uh, yeah. guys that got arrested works for the he works for the Southern Poverty Law Center. He's like he's literally has a law degree, 
And it's like these motherfuckers are like the. Now, now what do you think that is? What's that? Uh, a George Soros funded. I think this is the problem. I think I've heard it. George Soros? Like, what do you think that is? Like, when a, when a, when a rich teen, teeny bopper, or when a rich, you know, just regular ass young adult, maybe some of these people are even older than us. But once they get outside their shell, or maybe they feel like they, maybe they feel as though the world that they've grown up in, you know, that's that the quote unquote privilege. Well, I guess in that case it would be privilege. But what do you think that they get that self hatred from? Like this idea that I haven't done anything in my life and I feel like I need to do something with my life. And I feel as though the only way I can do something with my life is by taking it to the streets. College. I have the money. My daddy's going to be able to bust. Hmm. Think it's college. That's possible. You don't think that they're just online? I I think that I think way more than that. It is an ideology that they learn in school, in college, in university. You can look this shit up on Twitter, on TikTok, just as easy. Sure. I mean, that's how like. Like what? What if some? What if some of these kids were just too stupid to even go to school? So uh, they just on 4chan or liberal chan or whatever the fuck, you know, the, the opposite of 4chan, and they just sit around all day and just, you know, absorb uh half-baked political ideas. You don't have to you don't have to go to the, the dark side the dark sides of the internet to find that. You can go on TikTok. I mean, why do you think that all of these high school kids in these yeah, inner cities have TikTok, the, yeah, TikTok, that, Twitter, anything? All the, the like the gender I mean, for them stuff? it's for, for them, it's mostly it's mostly TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr. Tumblr was supposedly like the uh, the the beginnings of a lot of this shit. Yeah, th- listen. The thing about it is, though, is that stuff is not. It's not like the, there's these entire regimes of this ideology coming solely off of social media, like. It's like these people, like th- there's like professors. I mean, p- professors that came up in the '60s. That like all were all part of that the revolution whatever back then in the sixties and the seventies they those were those people were teenagers then now they're professors those people teach that ideology now and it's like uh, all the people of our generation have been and completely indoctrinated with that shit in school and I'm not just I was talking about the gender fluidity shit that's all shit that people are finding out on TikTok and it's going around schools and stuff like that I'm not saying that there's not people who aren't gender fluid and fucking non-binary and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, they weren't 10 years ago. Like, and people were like, yeah, they were. Well, 10, they, years ago was, 10 years ago, we just called it being androgynous. Yeah, it's just called being uh, antisocial or fucking... No, it, was just, it was just androgynous. Like, Prince was considered to be, by, by today's standards, he was considered to be non-binary. He wouldn't call himself that, of course, but that's what everybody else would label. Because sure. of TikTok. Or because of what, or maybe because of, like you said, whatever gender studies class or something yeah i mean in, in all fairness in all fairness is like but the thing is is like yeah like kid, the kids on mass didn't act like that they didn't act the way that kids do now and it's like in my head i'm like you can't just tell me that it's like oh it's because they didn't know that they were allowed to say this is who they were there's not that many people that are just if you've got that many kids around each other and you know the conversation isn't really necessarily about that but it's just the way yeah, that most of these people considering the fact that like most colleges are it's mostly women 
and a particular group of women who go to college. And dudes want to get laid. <laughs> yeah, but there's not a lot of dudes in college. In comparison to those women, like they outnumber dudes completely. Yeah, but there's so still dudes there. You I mean, these sort of conversations. When you hear these sort of conversations, these conversations, a lot of this was coming from like Tumblr girls. Specifically, I mean, alternative. I want to be emo. I want to be depressed. I have, you know, the shit that we were, the, that, that was in our generation. Sure. Girls who were like, I have every single mental illness in the book. Like, don't you think that those people would have grew up and been like, not only do I have every single mental illness in the book, but also I'm every single gender in the book as well. Yeah, it's yeah. The same yeah, ideology yeah. comes from the same place. Yeah, it's like it's just, uh, it's, just a, it's a splinter off of what above. Uh, damn, it's a splinter off. It's a sub It's a subculture of another subculture of another subculture. Yeah, like that's what it is, and, and it's trying to like pretty much emulate those same subcultures that we came up with. Except just not very well. In order to become more different, because a lot of them crave difference, and a lot of them crave validation and, and identity, because a lot of them don't have personalities. And even if you could say they did have a personality, they wouldn't know what the fuck it is to have a personality. So they kind of just build shit up out of nowhere, because a lot of them just, just want attention. Right. But why do you think they want attention? Uh, I because guess. attention is literally the social core of everything now. It's the credit. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. If you don't have them trying to get attention, well, then you have, like, the, the, the opposite of them trying to get attention, like the trolls, you know, yeah. the, the, the the edgy people. That's right. pretty much where you get a lot of this shit, bro. I was going to say, I like, think... And it's always existed. That's what I'm saying. I know what you're talking about. Like, you got weird professors and stuff like that who do, you know, get a guy complex and it's like, yes, back in my day. And a lot of them didn't realize that when they were being taught these things, it made sense back in their day. Is the country was a hell of a lot more different back in the country. Yeah. I mean, I just think I, now. I think this Marxist ideology and shit that all that kind of some bullshit is coming from the you know, from schools and from academia. Because this is coming from a guy who's completely I think intelligent. It originated, I think it originated oh, in schools and it became flandernized outside of schools. Like people don't know of course. the real meaning to anything anymore because they're just taking like snippets, bits and pieces of it, and pretty much taking the most lambasted, controversial versions of that and amping it up to eleven. Cause see, I'm not lazy. I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna love for these professors like at all. But I told you, I think I had a class in which we were learning something that I guess people in this day and age would call C, C whatever the fuck, critical race theory or something like that. It yeah. wasn't. They were just talking about like the history of certain southern states and. You know, racial stuff. That's all it was. Pretty much the same shit you would hear anywhere else and just more further expanded on. Like, the difference is that the difference, in my opinion, between, like, learning that history is and what makes it, like, bad or what makes it, you know, crazy or whatever is dependent on the professor themselves. Like, if you have a teacher just telling you stuff from the book and being like, hey, I want you guys to discuss this amongst yourselves and tell me what you think, that's cool. Like, whatever. I think people who are open to that information, they should get it. But whenever you have a teacher that's like, and I want you to turn around and punch your white friend in the face because he deserves it. And yeah. I want you to cut your dick off and you go home tomorrow. Like, that's the difference. It's between, like, it's more so about the professor themselves. Like, if they're on some, some, some weird 
ideological crap. It usually comes from a place and they just want to be they they want to be the center of attention themselves. Right. Or they or they wanna they, they wanna push the envelope. That's what happens with a lot of them. Like they want to be able to get their names written down on some essay or something like that. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the with the people who are with those weird scientists and stuff. Like yeah. these people end up getting God complexes and they end up becoming like celebrities of their own um in their fields. And see, once they get to that big space, they get they kind of get they they go a little crazy. <laughs> That's just the end of it. They go crazy. They get to this point where it's like even the things that they believed in, they probably end up going against those very truths themselves. And they don't have anybody really talking against it because people aren't obsessive enough to actually talk out against them or, you know, research the shit that they research. So you pretty much only get the information that they get. Damn, this shit's crazy. It's fucking just wild looking at, I just, I Googled Karl Marx and it's just two days ago. It says Karl, or today. He from the dead. <laughs> him, him and JFK have a, a battle in Yankee Stadium. And yeah. <laughs> uh, no. He ripped his face mask off and it was Trump. It was Trump the whole time. Trump was always by. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be so disappointed. I'd be like, what's really going on? Uh, uh, but no, it says he, Karl Marx got expelled from Belgium. It's just like uh, today in history. So it wasn't two days ago, but it was like, let's see, 1848. Karl Marx was arrested and ordered to leave Belgium after three busy years residing in Brussels. Brussels. I might as well read why he got kicked out because I'm a little curious. It said, uh, oh, wow. On this day, on, on the 4th of March, 1848, Karl Marx was arrested in order to leave Belgium after three busy years of residing in Brussels. It would be in, it would be in this city that Marx wrote one of the most influential political uh, pamphlets of all time, the Communist Manifesto. That's crazy. But he wrote it there, and then he got kicked out of there. After staying in three other locations across the city, Marx moved into 50 Rue okay, some address, which at the time was called some other thing. He stayed there from October from some date and another date, blah, 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 just south of the cathedral. He would only inform the police of his change of address on 26 February, a week before his arrest. What did he get arrested for? That's what I want to know. Uh, during the manifesto, I was about to say he probably had a pretty good, you know, at the time, I imagine there's pretty, probably a pretty good reason. Okay, let's see. During his time in Brussels, Marx taught political economy, wrote for the, a German language Brussels newspaper, and gave numerous public speeches. He was a frequent visitor of some shit, uh, and he even celebrated the New Year there and some year. But Marx also used the restaurant for his political work. While legend states that this was where he wrote the Communist Thank Manifesto, you. accompanied by a glass of wine and cigars, Marx actually used the back room of the premises to educate workers about their exploitation by the monarchy and ruling elite. Yeah, and at the time he was probably. Oh right. yeah, never mind. That makes sense because I guess that was in the time of you know kings and queens, so people were probably like, "Yeah, fuck this dude. He's trying to go against the the crown or whatever, or the you know the leading roles of." To your point earlier, though, about how it's like, well, you know, probably pretty fucking relevant at the time. <laughs> it's like especially back then i mean i imagine that i'm not necessarily saying that fucking Karl marx had it all right but he definitely uh probably was not very difficult to get people to uh, you know it probably was really difficult but to to get people to believe that they uh have a noteworthy cause to rebel 
because I mean, I imagine because I mean, some I real deal oppression going on. A lot of stuff was, but the, the idea of the middle class wasn't a thing back then. Was not. It was just pretty much you were all kind of like lower. Yeah, just lower. I, I don't even know. Pretty much everybody was basically poor. Yeah, you had the rich people, and that was it. Maybe yeah. if you maybe if you worked for the rich person, you know, he throw you a few shekels here and there. Your your family kind of did a little bit better than the other families did. But outside of that, everybody's kind of you know struggling and hustling on their own. That's because I come up with some big idea, you kind of screwed. I feel like I'd have to. Uh, I feel like I'd have to do more like reading and learning, but it definitely makes sense by any historical account of like a movie or a show or a book or listening to people talk about it or whatever it may be. I definitely don't ever remember them mentioning, oh, no, I did not mean to fucking do that. I, I don't ever remember anybody mentioning something along the lines of the middle class. But to your point, it's like I do kind of feel like it probably was all. It's, it's like I think I was, I was playing that type of shit before, but it's just a lot of what we grew up on and maybe our, our parents and the grand, that stuff is relative. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm not even too sure if there was a middle class before the nineteen before the nineteen fifties. Yeah. Like everything that we know of basically came from the nineteen fifties. Before that, it was all kind of up in there. I think the twenties you had a bunch of rich people, but they were a very, very specific group of the rich. Like yeah. the 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 gap between the rich and the poor was way bigger than it is now. Yeah, but I actually kind of want a reason why I made want to watch that movie about Battlefront. You know that film where they were talking about like the the film corporations or the the film companies way back in the day, before the time of um, the, you know when somebody has like Margot Robbie, what's the chick's name? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, and it, yeah, and I think Brad Pitt's in yeah, it too. It's isn't like it? her and all the Christian Bale and all the other people in that. And been, yeah, it's just about like movies before. The, I, I guess the color TV or something. Now they were all just living like kings and queens of their time. Yeah. Before everything kind of like got shut down. But you can even say maybe the same thing. <laughs> As I say, it was before the time. Jews came. <laughs> before they were without. Uh, it's like, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I don't know nothing about yeah, that. Just, uh, <laughs> that's fucking, uh, that's crazy. I do want to see it though because the, I mean, it just this, the, uh, the lineup oh, made yeah, me want to watch it. Just for the historical reference of it, because yeah. now it actually has me kind of thinking, like, you did have a lot of, you had pockets of rich people, but most of the pockets of rich people were mostly in these places where, like, art was huge. So mm -hmm. you had, like, the, you had, like, the, the, the music scene, you had the boom, boom, booms, you had the swing and the swingers place, you, the swinger clubs and all that crap, the flappers and stuff like that. You had all that stuff. Mostly within Chicago. And then, of course, you also had like an insanely high amount of crime because the mob was running everything and banking, run, and banking, uh, banking every single thing as well. Right. <clears throat> so much shit when you really think about it. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I don't ever remember the mob trying to overthrow the government. They were the government. I was about to say, I mean, it's like if you can't beat them, just pay them. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that was one of the reasons why I think the mob rings ended up going down because the government was like, okay, you guys have taken us over for long enough because they ended up having more power. 
Like there's, yeah. there, allegedly, there's a lot of talk of them buying presidents. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing as uh, the cartel. Yeah, but in a different era, obviously. Yep. Interestingly That's enough, what I'm saying. we'll just we'll just work for maybe five, six generations removed from that. I mean, not even more like three. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a better representation. Well, let's see. It's, it's Your great grandparents. It's all right. It's millennials. It's Zoomers. It's Gen X. It's Boomers. Then what? Who was it before? The silent generation or something? I don't even know. I don't even know what it would be. The quiet generation. What? The ones that came before Boomers. Yeah. People were like born in fucking nineteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. But basically, after after the war, everything changed. Everything yeah. changed. So America was more into the idea of actually trying to, well, I wouldn't say bring people together, but, you know, build up a class, a class system. Yeah. We was getting bred after that, too. Yeah. We pretty much had everyone by the balls because we allegedly saved everyone's ass. We just took advantage of good <laughs> <laughs> good moments. Yeah. <laughs> Took all them German scientists back instead of, you know, the rest. Yeah. yeah instead, of, instead of fucking lining them up and shooting them. Yeah. Like, hey, look, I know, look, before you suck, start that pistol, I got an idea for you. <laughs> We're smarter than you. Yeah, I got an idea. We know way more about technology than you do. So, uh, yeah, you need us. Okay. <laughs> I think it would be more along the lines of them motherfuckers sitting there. Like you just think of a scenario where it's like a bunch of these motherfuckers are sitting there with guns and they've got them pointed at all these scientists, this head. I know this isn't what happened, but, and then like before uh, they shoot them all and execute them all, somebody, a G man walks up with the black suit and the black tie. And he's like, nah, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 not yet. And then it's like uh, it just shows the fucking nasty. Like, it's like, did you not see the things that they built? That is some crap straight from a freaking comic book. We need that. We need that. We're gonna have to go ahead and get that up off you real quick. You, you think you, it's like we sent all, all of our men into the war to fight and shoot? That's what the, the majority of them did. You think that any of these people know how to build a damn machine? Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. Get out of here, dude. We need these scientists. In order to make sure that we have a future. That shit's crazy too, though. I mean, especially you just think about like with the NASA shit, like how a part Project Paperclip, is that what it was? Uh, Operation Paperclip. I, I don't know if yeah, it was. They, they took him, I think it was called it. Yeah. Just the idea that they took Nazi scientists and they used them to have them uh, become part of like, the American economy. Some of them, uh, the ones that didn't want to cooperate, ran to like Mexico or something. Argentina. Yeah, Argentina. That's where they said Hitler was. <laughs> Operation Paperclip was a secret United States intelligence program in which more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, and technicians were taken from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what it is, Paperclip. 1,600 of them motherfuckers. It's between 1945 and 1959 after World War II. That's wild. But in the same breath, I mean, you know, what you gotta, I, I'm not justifying anything, but in the same breath, it's like 
you know, all no, six. I, you, I, think, I think America was really good at knowing what they wanted at the time. And what they wanted at the time was just to rebuild. Yeah. And to build up the country. You know, you just, you, you had the 20s and the 30s, which was pretty much just all lawlessness and everything was being ran by, if you were in the South, it was being ran by the Klan. If you were like any, uh, any other space, it was being ran by the mob. Yeah. Before that, what was it like the old Western days or something? So, I mean, yeah. yeah. If it, I mean, the, before the twenties and shit, before the fucking railroad oh. and cars, right, right, the Red Dead Redemption days, yeah, eighteen hundreds, the gold mine and everything was about stripping down the land and stuff, and and before that it was just colonies. It wasn't even America. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, well, this, this country's young as hell, dude. <laughs> It's like, it's really wild when you just think about like, I don't know, because I remember even before my, uh, before my great grandmother passed, Fernwood, before she passed away, like they had had like this, uh, it was like a, we went, it, they didn't call it a family reunion, but I mean, goddamn, that's kind of what it was. And, but it was at my, uh, great grandpa's like home where he lived before him and my grandmother <laughs> b- b- bought the house in Fernwood from Sears for $200. Uh, which the is crazy. This is still crazy. They bought it from the book. They bought their fucking home from the Sears book. You had to fucking look that shit up. It's crazy. Jeffrey actually had one of these books. It's like, you know, when you're playing Red Dead and you fucking open that bitch up and you can find the little book that has like all the different foods and shit in it that you can order or buy or whatever. Yeah. This, they, they, that was how these motherfuckers would buy shit for real back in the day. Okay, like just think about the Sears catalog so that sad. that we had as kids, uh, or like our you know our moms had. You go to the underwear section, <laughs> but I like no, this shit used to. TV, that what I'm talking about and the what I'm talking about right now is like what we would get in the '90s, where it just had a bunch of clothes and toys. Oh yeah, and shit catalogs. And shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the shit that they had back in the day was these catalogs that literally you could buy anything out of there. And it came from the factories. Like, it came from these That's fucking... Wild. Like, they would send you this... I mean, it wasn't like they sent an 18-wheeler with a truck, but they sent all the materials and stuff that it took to build this home. Or even beyond that, you could buy, like, fucking gun safes. You could buy fucking, like, shit for your cattle. You could buy all this different stuff out of the Sears catalog. And it, I mean, it's so bizarre. I would encourage you to just Google it. So I'm just type in 1900s, 1900 Google, uh, Google, Jesus Christ, uh, Sears catalog. 1900 Google's. Yeah, dude, this shit is crazy. Motherfucker's got like violins for sale in here. $23. You know, that shit was expensive. Damn, I just died. Uh, Let's see. Right here. Oh, shit. Sears Motor Buggy. You could buy a fucking car out of the Sears catalog for $395. A whole ass car, bro. For $300. Straight up out the mag. (laughs) You walking (laughs) off the lot, dude, for $395. Look, they got a badass sewing machine right here for fucking $12. (laughs) Let's see. Look at this. 
This is some dope right here, I bet. Dr. Warden's female pills and infa- an infallible the moves. The specific moves, boy. <laughs> uh, female troubles, nerve difficulties. Uh, oh, my God. Seraco Cer- Chemical Laboratory, Chicago. That is sexism at its finest. Damn, dude. Is your bitch getting out of line, man, giving these fucking pills that's going to like take the serotonin in her brain and drain. Oh, my God, dude. What do you think? Sears and Roebuck, uh, sold only by Sears and Roebuck and CB Inc. Chicago something, whatever. But it's Dr. Rose's obesity powders. <laughs> Fat folks take Dr. Rose's obesity powders. Get the fuck probably, out of here, dude. Wasn't and it probably wasn't nothing but like... Yeah, it ain't. That is just it's just modernized snake oil salesman. Oh my god, bro! This shit right here, giant power electric belt. Our giant. Yep, and they put it around the waist. And- Eighty gauge current is the highest point of perfection yet attained in electric belt making. For chronic nervous disease, disease weaknesses. What the fuck is this? Exactly. I thought it was like a chassis bill. Like that's like back in those days. What it was, I think, is that for a lot of women who were just unhappy, mm-hmm. you know, being just kind of like a housewife with nothing else to do with your life except tend to the fucking house and do nothing else. They gave those women pills, <laughs> basically to keep them, you know, upbeat, joyous, try to be as happy as they possibly could. Sure. Well, I know, like in the fucking twenties, they was giving people coke. Yeah, cocaine yeah. was inside of coke. But it's like you remember, um, what was it on um, Wolf of Wall Street? They used to take quaaludes. Yeah. See, quaaludes was meant to keep women up and ready to tend to the house. Right. That was the idea. It was like a, it was like a, <clears throat> like a booster. Like, women would take the quaaludes, and then after a while, they found out if a woman would drink with it and stay up and stuff, then she can give it, like, an insane eye. Yeah. But even in um, even in the show that I was watching on Netflix called, I think, like, The Queen's Gambit, like it's about, like, this girl who's, like, a really great chess player or something. I remember but, hearing um, about it when it came out. Yeah, it's a really good, really good show. But um, it, and she's at this all-girls orphanage, and while she's at the orphanage, they were basically giving all the little girls, like, drugs stuff to kind of keep them calm and keep them evened out and yeah like it kind of ended up giving one of the girls like a drug a drug addiction by the time she was well a pretty much a drug addiction for the majority of her life sure but it's like they were giving this stuff in order to make sure that they could you know stay regular afloat stay normal yeah, yeah stay afloat oh, damn that shit's crazy almost as crazy as the fact that we're alive again uh and I died. I got knocked down. But I got out again. This dude is, is, is magic. I'm, I'm coming into the house and hope they'll kill me. I, I, I want to be revived. I'm coming up to you. I just can't. I can't believe this fucking serious yeah, robot. A, a lot of a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff was. A lot of that stuff was just good old fashioned. You know. I want to say like deep into it. Maybe some of it was deep into it. It was just, you know, emotional trauma and all the kinds of crap. Because I think what people say was like a lot of those women ended up, uh, you know, know, we're going to die anyway. But for a lot of them, they went from feeling like they were a part of something 
you know, like a lot of them were building on machines and opening up with it. But a lot of them were building on machines and, you know, helping build up stuff for the war effort. You know, the whole Rosie the Riveter idea. Yeah. I think I've talked about this on there before. But it's yeah. like right after all that crap happened, husbands came back home from war and a lot of them just had to accommodate to just doing nothing. Right. Talk to your friends anymore. Or if you did talk to your friends, you kind of had like a little book club meeting every week or so. Just, you're, just, you're not you're not having to fucking work doubles at the fucking yeah. factories anymore to send shit to the men that were working yeah. fighting overseas. Exactly, but that gave them something to do. Yeah, they gave them a goal, and like they felt like they had a community, a goal. They felt like they were doing something. Versus, and some of the women that not to say that like they hated child, you know, child wearing and motherhood, but some of them, you know, they want to I was gonna say it was also <laughs> kind of hard times. For what it's worth, yeah. I mean, a lot of those people, a lot of people didn't have their husbands or their brothers or their fathers come back. So, for the ones, for the ones that did, you know, they had maybe the the husband came back PTSD or some other kind of crap. Yeah, it's like so you had to sit up here and try to raise your kid and you know have Karen to come over and with the casserole every week. They call why you got a why you got a bloody nose. Yeah, what they, happened? They, they called it shell shock back then. By the way, it was shell. Yeah, shell it was shock. shell shock Charlie, before Charlie. before it was PTSD. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that. Or, or I think what they would call for those women, they call oh she just got the blues. Yeah, she has to come outside of her room for like two months. Mommy has the blues. She has to come out of her room for like two months. Mommy's dead. <laughs> it's okay. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about. It. I'll find another. Yeah, for the dude, said he's just he's seen too much and he's he's shell shocked. I don't know what to do about it. We don't know what to do about it. Get him, let him get drunk every day. Acme Brilliant Base Burner Hard Coil, excuse me, Hard Coal Heater for only twenty dollars. What to burn the acne off his face? <laughs> no, Acme. Oh, oh man, Acme was yeah. Thanks. That means Looney Tunes is picking on that, I guess. They sold secret society emblem charms. Dude, I'm telling you, Sears and Roebuck sold everything, bro. Yeah. And then something else came along and outdid them, and then something else came along. Well, now we have and now we have Amazon. So Yeah. See, it, it's so that there you go. Like the idea <laughs> last night when you had that freak out about Amazon. Think about back in the day when all you had was acne. Yeah. Like eventually everything becomes monopolized. And, when, and once that happens, I, I guess it made more sense back in the day though, because, you know, that was the only place doing it. Yeah. It didn't really like, have any other seem, kind of. Seemed like it might have been more novel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know how we got on domestic terrorism to that, but maybe for maybe for a good conversation. I think we're gonna wrap it up though. Uh, I, feel like uh, I feel like it went there. I feel like most of the entire conversation connected, if you want to know the God's honest truth. Whoever you yeah. your God is that you believe to have the honest truth. <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, see, <laughs> You looped it back to that. Okay, I see. Oh, yes, yes. I see what you did there. And, God, and Gary's name, we trust. Uh, but, yeah, so fucking organic poison. Yeah.